Welcome to the Indoors Podcast. I am your host, Asher Korn. This project was created at the height of social distancing to give a voice to local artists and bands to share their stories in their own words and to find ways we can all continue to help support each other. All artists featured on this podcast submitted a sample of their music and a small bio about themselves. On this episode, I interview the Crooked Rugs, a five-piece acid western psychedelic band from Fort Collins and Durango. They have roots in spaghetti western, a specific subgenre with a large focus on atmosphere and storytelling. The Crooked Rugs love playing live shows and had many big plans for the spring and summer, which have sadly come to a halt. But they intend to release several of their live shows online or host a live stream. In even more exciting news, there are two bonus tracks at the end of this episode from the new singles Eyes and Takes a Minute, which come out Friday of this episode's release. Coming up next is Looking Back, followed by an exclusive interview with these crooked cowboys. Hear the train rolling down the track, turn around and I never look back. Smoke so high, turn the sky black. Come on now, what better than that? Take a minute, what it means to me. Things in life that you just can't see. All kinds of people have done for me. Turn around. Rugs. I'm Jay from the Crooked Rugs. I am Finn from the Crooked Rugs. And our guitar is exploring a lot of different directions with our style, but I think the, the best describer been adorned is Acid Western. Is that right, Jay? Yeah. <laughs> 
So that's kind of our style for the best reflection of it anyway. And we kind of have like a visual aid along with that, and like a lot of primary colors with our logo and stuff. Yeah, we use a lot of art and various art pieces that kind of coincide with our band that kind of help give like a visual representation. Uh, we've kind of taken on like a, a Western psychedelic, kind of adopted the cowboy because that's kind of where the band started in Durango. And it was kind of based off this. And then the music we play would probably be put in the psychedelic category, no matter if that's a Western psychedelic or something more jammy or something like that. So the music is a weird line between jamming and organization. Yeah, and we've kind of been playing a lot of different stuff. So who, who knows? I don't know. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit more about how you fuse psychedelic and western because i feel like those are two very different styles more the spaghetti western comparison is more like a storytelling style of music that are like melody led a lot of it too if you played it on an acoustic guitar you'd say oh that's like a, a cowboy song or like a western song and then when you put drums and synths and weird guitars it kind of takes on the psychedelic vibe but definitely spaghetti western is where all of this stems from to add on to that i think de it's definitely the melodies that remind me of the western stuff but the actual like execution of it is where i think the psychedelic aspect comes in because we'll have like a leading melody that's kind of like the central focus of the song but then when we're writing it, we'll just jam on it and kind of improvise a lot. And it almost feels like we never play a song the same way twice. <laughs> Do you all want to talk a little bit about Looking Back? Well, it started when this quarantine thing started. And, uh, just like a DIY kind of way. So we used what resources we had at the time, which we have gotten more since we started recording. Yeah at the house yeah it was kind of just something that we were kind of jamming on at the time and then we just recorded some of the acoustic guitar parts and some percussion stuff jay recorded some keyboards on top of it and like it wasn't really necessarily supposed to be like a reflection on the times by any means but it kind of turned into that with the vocal part which i think was pretty based on set and setting <laughs> so it's kind of just like a reflection of the times now that we're going through and we were trying to get something on Bandcamp for, for the 100% uh, of the proceeds going to the artist day or whatever. And we, yeah, we didn't make the deadline the first time. <laughs> we very quick got a song. It wasn't something you had to apply for. It was just on their website. They went through like a day at a time where all proceeds that were or just like all funds that were generated from music went directly to the artists. Because normally Bandcamp will take like a certain percentage of all sales, but they suspended that cut for a few days, just in light of everything that's been going on. And we tried to get the song up there so that we could, you know, get paid as much as possible for <laughs> our music. <laughs> Is that one of the better ways to continue supporting Crooked Rocks? Definitely. So this whole situation that's happened, you know, we used to play a lot of shows and we're saving all of our band funds for expanding the project, whether that be buying new merch or, you know, assistance going on tour or eventually 
paying for a record or any recording equipment. So that has like, that's taken a big hit. We just miss playing live, definitely. But the best way to support artists right now is definitely buying their merch, supporting them on Bandcamp. Bandcamp is still the best way to support someone buying their music online. Has there been anything you've been working on at this time? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. We have been working on a lot of projects while in quarantine. The first one was looking back to better quarantine series songwriting challenge, which was writing a song in a week. And then from there, what we've been working on is just recording some of the songs we've been playing live, and then also some new ones, and just kind of organizing those into either different albums or EPs or different ideas and trying to put all of those together. Luckily, we recorded earlier and we've been able to send some of those tracks to some of our friends to get mixed and added to whatever we decide to release it on. And then from there, we've just been recording in my room, setting down drums, guitars, and vocals, and then sending that file down to Durango, having Rex and Finn play over that and then sending it back to us. Finn, do you want to talk about what it's like getting those tracks and recording them and sending back up in the process for you? Yeah, of course. So it's been definitely a challenge and kind of a new experience we've had to adapt to since we've been up in Fort Collins. But it, overall, it hasn't been too bad of a process. And the only hard part that we've run into so far is like matching the levels and having the right quality of sound to send back up to Nolan and the rest of them. It's been a lot of fun, though. We have a great spot in our house that we've been using to record, so it hasn't been too challenging for us in that sense. We're looking to get some newer equipment that will hopefully uh, streamline the process a bit more, and hopefully that'll make quality a lot better as well. Shifting gears here a little bit, do you want to talk about some of the live shows and how quarantine and shutdown has affected your plans with that? Well, we had to cancel quite a lot of shows. We had some stuff booked in April, and we were even talking about possibly doing a summer tour, and that all of that pretty much just had to be postponed indefinitely. And that's been really hard to deal with. Probably, I mean, just for me, it's been the hardest thing to deal with is just not playing live anymore. But I don't know. It's also forced us to kind of take things in a different direction as well. Yeah. It's given us more time for recording, that's for sure. It was definitely strange just because a lot of this band was playing live and playing a lot, you know, playing three times a month sometimes since we started back in August. So it was really strange to have shows canceled. Just when it happened, you know, you start seeing other shows get shut down and you said to yourself, oh, like, I guess our show is going to get shut down. March shows got canceled and April shows got canceled. So it has moved us in a different direction. Playing live a lot, you know, it's a lot of fun, but we were so concentrated on playing the songs we already knew better and just trying to play those. So this has been fun in the sense that we're able to take riffs and new ideas and formulate those into songs and start recording because we don't have anything recorded and that's what we really want is just material 
online for people to listen to. Do you all do any kinds of live streams? Yeah, we would love to do some live streaming. I think what makes it difficult is the volume of the band and also how we're split up right now with two members in Durango and three up in Fort Collins. So we'll definitely um, have to adapt some songs and practice a little, but it's something we'll do in the future. Do you have any advice on how to continue to support the local community as well as the Crooked Rugs? The best way to support artists right now is by doing a couple things. First of all, buying merch is really important. Um, that's how artists make a good amount of their money these days. So if you can afford to buy a t-shirt, a CD, or a pin from any band that you like, that would be really helpful in supporting the local community. Also, tuning into live streams when bands have them that's just really cool to see all the support that's going on and one charity or resource i know the music district is working with bohemian foundation to support northern colorado fort collins local artists if you are a full-time musician and you're struggling right now you can definitely reach out to them for any kind of support and if you want to support I'd highly recommend talking to Music District or Bohemian Foundation about how you can help. This is the opportunity for last words during the interview. So whatever you'd like to say, the floor is all yours. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, obviously looking forward to when venues start opening up again so that we can play live shows. Nobody really knows when that's going to be at this point. But in the meantime, I'm really happy with what we have been doing. I think that just having more recorded music out there will make it a more interesting experience when we play live because then we'll have the opportunity for people to have heard some of our music before they see us in person. And I think that can be really cool as just like a fan. I'm really excited to see Muni and how it bounces back. Fort Collins has a really strong music scene, and I think a lot of people are doing what we're doing right now, just writing and collecting songs. So when things do open back up, I'm really hopeful that people are really going to come out to shows and have a good time and just be excited to be with each other and see some live music again. I'm also really excited to get the band back together because <laughs> it's a sometimes it's a really transcendent experience when five people are playing the same thing and it's really fun so i'm excited to get back to it Dan, you got anything yeah i'd just like to say that i'm really excited to see what happens with the fort collins music scene once this all blows over and to see some new music to see what people have done during their time in quarantine and yeah of course just getting back together with the band is going to be a lot of fun for us I think we'll have even more material hopefully coming out and, you know, the writing never stops. So I'm excited for, to see what's going to happen in the future. <laughs> Thanks, <That> Kate. <laughs> I miss you boys, so. I miss you a lot, man. <laughs> Anyways, thank you for doing this. Yes, oh, no thank worries. you so much. Thank you. Um, I'm going to stop recording. Thank you for listening to the Indoors Podcast. I want to give a huge thank you to Nolan, Jay, Finn, Jace, and Rex. This episode was a blast to record, and I'm so happy and proud of them. I look forward to live shows again, and I can't wait to see what you all do next. 
eyes and takes a minute come out the Friday of this episode's recording and are available on the Crooked Rugs Bandcamp page. I'd also like to thank my producer Matt Gusmarati for helping me create this series and being incredibly supportive and patient with me. Thank you to KCSU and a huge thank you to you for the continued support of this series. Thank you for listening to this episode of Indoors. Without further ado, I present Eyes followed by Takes a Minute.
Searching for the winter, still nothing I could have said. 